Welcome to the Spring Forward Podcast. I'm your host, Spring Richardson Perry, the organizational change agent that is going to help your business achieve the excellence you desire. If you're a business leader looking to take your business to the next level or simply looking for new ways to spring your business forward, then this is the podcast for you. So let's get down to business and spring forward into excellence. Welcome to another episode of the Spring Forward Podcast. I'm your host, Spring Richardson Perry. And today we have a very special guest with us, Miss Brianna Smith. She is a CPA and wealth strategist that helps families achieve financial freedom through effective financial planning. With over six years of experience managing finances for high earners, Brie inspires parents to build legacies, achieve dream goals, and end generational poverty. Her mission is to help millions of families become wealthy and able to leave an inheritance for multiple generations. So please help me welcome Miss Brie Smith. Hey, Brie. Hey, how's it going? It is going good. I'm so excited to have you here today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Well, I'm excited to get started. So this is the second part of our Sister Leaders Unite um, interview. And I want to talk to Ms. Bree Smith about her experience in the Sister Leaders Conference. And so uh, talk to us about that, Bree. Can you tell us a little bit about the conference itself? The conference was amazing. It was a lot of fun. There were a lot of women to learn from and glean from. So every single woman brought their um, expertise and just their zone of genius. And uh, one of the ones I was looking forward to because I did a few interviews with her um, leading up to the conference was Michelle Satchels. And she did not disappoint. She was talking about um, your mindset and just about how to, you know, um, the power of how you think and where that puts you and things like that. So it was beautiful. It was amazing. Um, I really enjoyed that. And then there was um, some other speakers that did great as well, where I was tuning in and taking notes. I mean, it was not short of phenomenal women. I can tell you that every single presenter was Awesome. And then we had a gala and the gala was really great, too. We got to get together and Dr. Karen presented reward or awards to each um, for each category. She had eight different categories that she presented awards for. And it was just very beautiful to see uh, different women being um, acknowledged. Uh, she even had a presidential award where she actually got the president of the United States to sign a letter um, just uh, recognizing three amazing women who have it may have been four. It was three or four amazing women who had each of them at least done 4,000 community service hours, 4,000 documented community service hours. So, um, and they've all done way more than that, but it was just, it was really beautiful to see. So um, nothing short of amazing. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Amazing. Excuse me. And you know, when Dr. Karen put something on, she is not going to have step. And so I'm so excited that you guys had that experience and um, that's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So let's jump right in. What Tell us a little bit about what your role was in the conference. 
So I was one of the speakers. Uh, so I got to speak on the three keys to generational wealth, which was a lot of fun for me. Um, and I try and keep things light and fun. And I like to try and teach people about finances as I go. I'm not someone that's like, hey, look, I know everything. And so, t- you know, you just need to trust me to handle your money for you because obviously you don't know how to do it yourself. I hate that approach. And so I instead try and make it like fun and light and show people that they can easily understand and get a handle on their finances because it's my job to empower my clients, not to make them dependent on me. So um, it was just fun to give them like three steps that they can start taking right now to start increasing their wealth um, and just get on that road to generational wealth. Like that is my God-given calling is to help millions of families in my lifetime to be able to create and sustain generational wealth. Um, And I want to empower my clients and teach them about finances so that they can then teach their children about finances as well so that they can be great stewards over that inheritance they're going to leave them. And it continues to grow for each additional generation. I don't believe that the next generation should start at the same place. We shouldn't all be starting at zero. Instead, when they hit 18, they're joining the race. And for some, it's earlier than 18, but they're joining the race with us. Um, It's not just a passing of the baton, but they're joining and we're continuing to go further together. So I love that because the thing that really stuck with me, what you just said was you don't pretend to even be all knowing, you know what you know, you give advice on what you have, and then you allow people to sort of make decisions for themselves. And I love that. Talk to us a little bit more about your uh, financial services firm and what you do uh, to help families leave a legacy. Yes. So that's Biddy Smith Financial Services. And there we have courses, one-on-one options, tax preparation, bookkeeping. So um, I have a course called The Financial Freedom Plan, where I take um, clients through uh, the six steps to create their custom financial plan with me Um, along the way in a group setting. It's where you can lean, glean off of other amazing people that are also on the same journey as you that are trying to learn how to handle their finances just like you are and um, are very passionate about making a difference for their family. So I have that. And then I also have um, another course that is still in the works that I'm actually going to be giving away to the public. It's called Position to Prosper. And so um, that is all about God and money. And it's talking about how you were created with a purpose. And so how we're going to walk in that purpose. What does God have to say about money, savings, debt, investing? What does What is it that God wants us to have as children of his kingdom? And so when you're a child of the king, you're supposed to you're supposed to be wealthy. You're supposed to have. So this whole um, thought process sometimes in the Christian community that being poor is um, somehow closer to Jesus is not. <laughs> and so I don't know. Like if my daddy's the king of kings, that means that um, I'm supposed to have wealth that's seemingly abundantly and beyond what I could think or imagine. Um, and so the king of kings does not ring poverty to me or paycheck to paycheck, robbing Peter to pay Paul. They may have both been disciples, but what we're not going to do is rob Peter to pay Paul. Like that should not be our life. So uh, we talked about that. And then I have one-on-one coaching where I just meet with clients one-on-one that want more of that intimate Um relationship with me, but also to really dive deeper than we could in a group setting. So sometimes it gets really emotional, but diving deeper into the relationship with money, how it has affected their life um, and, you know, rewiring that mindset and then also making sure that the plan that we've come up with 
truly um, is sustainable for them and is the right thing that they need. So um, it's a lot of fun. And then, of course, there's tax preparation. I love taxes. We want to make sure that I can save them the most money possible. And um, bookkeeping is something that uh, we just recently started offering. It's something that I've been a I've been doing for seven years for other companies, but it's something I'm just now launching inside of my own business. So um, that's fun, too. Wow. So you have a lot going on. That's amazing. Congratulations for you. And also, I love what you said about bringing God into this, right? Because girl, you just brought me back to church on Monday morning. Look, <laughs> <laughs> because we, um, you know, as, as a community of people, we've we've struggled for a while and we've always been a community of people that have been close to God. And so we've we've sort of attributed, you know, struggling to having a close relationship with God. But I firmly believe in what you just said. If he is our king and we are his children, then we are entitled to abundance. And we have to, and that, that like you said, is a mindset that we have to change, that we have to switch. And we have to start thinking about money in a different way. Um, and so I love that you incorporate this into uh, your teaching, into your business. Um, this is just beautiful. What I want to talk about now is how the conference, how do you envision all of the things that you learn to benefit your clients? So I think that um, the way it benefits my clients is how it also benefited me. Uh, to be around other women that are much further along in their careers than I am, um, that it's great to be able to have a circle where you can also learn from someone else. So it's it's rough if, if you're in a circle and you're the one that's at the peak, um, you know, and you're just trying to help your friends to rise up. It's different when you get to be in a room where, I mean, a lot of these women had doctors. A lot of them have, you know, been managers for decades. They have been doing this thing for a very long time. Some of them longer than I've been alive. So when it comes to that, they're going to be way more experienced than me. They're going to have a lot of wisdom and knowledge. And so just to be able to have some of it sprinkle on me was good. Um, and I think that that just allows me to be more well-versed and help my clients because I'm someone that's always constantly learning. I don't think there's anyone in this world that I can't learn from, um, whether it's a child. So whether you're two or 92, I can learn from you. And so for me, um, I think it just makes me a better person to be around other people, to have new perspectives, new ways to look at things and see how I can then bring that back to my clients and help them. Um, and it can even just help me to empathize more, understand their situation better. So I definitely think it helps. I love that because, yeah, we have all sorts of friends, right? You, the friends that you grew up with, friends that you met along the way, maybe in college, maybe through business, just you have all sorts of friends. But you definitely want to bring someone up with you, but you also need that person who's at a higher level than you are so that you can see what where they are, what it took for them to get there and how you yourself can achieve that success. Because, you know, the, it's one thing to be okay with where you are, but we should always be striving to be better to be uh, the best version of ourselves each and every day. And so that is never going to allow us to be complacent. 
So I love that, you know, that you said that. And I love how you tie that into your business, being able to serve your clients, learning from other people so that you can continually make yourself better. Um, so talk to us now, talk to us about community and how community plays a role in your business, because this season of the podcast is all about community, how either your business is um, contributing to the community, you yourself are contributing to the community, or how you're building community at home, because that's where it starts, right? So talk to us about that. So I love how you said community at home. So there's several different things going on with community right now. Um, one would be at home. That's my first ministry. And so I feel like my it's my duty to make sure that my family first and I make sure that they're good to go, that they understand um, even money themselves. Like for my girls, they're 10. Um, my son, um, my oldest son is seven. And so I go over with them money like they get an allowance. And so we when I paid them the other day for reading their books because I paid them for reading and um, just going above and beyond what they need to do in school. So because of that, I'm like, OK, here's the money. Now count out what I gave you. Like, let me know if I gave you enough or if I cheated you or not. Like, I have them start counting their money, knowing how um, much they're getting paid, knowing what they should be receiving back um, and going about things like that. So that's a whole other spill about how I go over my kids with finances. But they're definitely my first community. And I feel like the place where I need to make the most impact. So how do I show up as a mother? How do I make sure that I apologize if I make a mistake? Um, just how do I parent? That's that's going to be number one. Another thing is uh, we've been I've been partnered with uh, Black Brand, which is the Black Chamber of Commerce here, and so I've been able to help a lot of entrepreneurs uh, get ready for investing, and that has been a world of fun. So um, I help them with their five-year projections and going over that and preparing for um, investor funding. They actually have a demo day, so it's Black Brand's program, B Force, and so they actually have a demo day where um, all of the people come in after completing their um, 12 weeks or so. And with uh, getting all of their finances and their business um, together and organized, and then they are able to present to a room full of investors or bankers to get loans or investments for their business. So it's phenomenal. And I've been able to help them prepare for that. And that has been um it has been feeding my soul. So I know I've been helping them, but I mean, it has really been feeding my soul. It has made me so happy. We've been so busy, um, but it was, it's, it's so impactful. So I cannot wait. Um, actually this week, I'm going to go and um, support all of my clients and see how they do investments or um, loans or whatever the case may be. And if they reach their goals. So I'm very excited about that as well. That sounds amazing because one thing, um, you know, that's just kind of been elevated lately is the lack of access to capital that um, minority owned businesses have. So whether you're, you know, black business, female in business, female black business owner, um, you know, that has been elevated a lot lately is is access to capital. And so I'm excited that you are offering that to um, the people of the chamber who are looking to, a lot of people have no clue on how to get a business loan and what, what that would look like. Or um, I, I, I like to work with individuals to get grants. So those are a little bit harder. Those are a little bit more intricate. Um, but I've helped uh, several people secure 
grants for their business or their nonprofit. And so that, I mean, that's amazing work that you're doing. And it is, I'm sure, truly, truly appreciated because in order to make money, uh, you have to be able to invest money in your business. And if you don't have access to that money, it's a struggle. It is a struggle. Yes, it is. Well, this is amazing. If you so if you could give three pieces of advice about um, setting up your business to leave a legacy for your family, what would that be? So one is plan. Um, failure to plan is planning to fail. We've all heard it. And so um, that's one of my favorite quotes next to failure to plan on your part does not constitute an emergency on mine. So, um, but the first part is going to be to plan, plan out your business. Um, you need to know what your five-year plan looks like, your 10-year plan, your 15 years. You need to know what your lifelong goals are, um, the big picture of what you want to accomplish over the next 30 years. Don't just always think small. Um I'm really big on dreaming big and then just creating a path to get there. Nothing's impossible. Um, even the word is I'm possible once you add an apostrophe. Like, and that's one of the things we were also talking about at the conference. So just empower yourself. Whether you say you can or you can't, you're right. And so create a plan for how it is you want to reach your goals and get very clear and defined on what your goals are so that you're not just wandering around lost. Um, the next thing I would say is to um, start small. Starting small is better than not at all. And so this goes with personal or business. Uh, start small when it comes to investments. Invest in yourself. Even if you only have a few bucks, you can start a business very lean at first if you need to. My first year, I maybe spent I know I spent less than $500 getting my business off the ground and started, and I was able to make that money back um, because I started small. Now, if I would have spent 10 grand in that first year, I may not have got that money back. <laughs> so, you know, be willing to start small and, you know, uh, be very resourceful when it comes to your business and what you're trying to accomplish. Be willing to barter with people, be willing to um, serve as much as you're um, able to also receive. So I think the first thing you need to do to be in position to receive others uh, looking out for you or helping you along this journey is to be willing to help others. So um, I think that's very important. And then lastly, I'll just say that when it comes to your business, don't give up. You have to be resilient. You have to be able to take the punches. Business, being a business owner, especially once you become full time and it stops being your expensive hobby, like that has stopped being, it will punch you in the face, okay? Um, and you have to be ready to get in the ring with Mike Tyson and not get your ear bit off. So, you know, um, you have to be resilient. You have to understand there's ups and downs. There's going to be some days where you love being a business owner. You're making more money than you ever made in a day. And then there's going to be other days where, uh, you're waiting on invoices to come in for thousands of dollars, rent is due or mortgage is due, and you're like, oh, baby, um, the, the way it's set up, they're trying to pay me in 30 days, but this mortgage is due in seven. What do I do? Um, it's, it looks a little different. So, you know, be resilient. 
don't give up. It does not look good in the beginning. I don't care what your favorite person on TikTok or Instagram said. I don't care if they look like they've always had it all together in their business and they went from zero to a million in a year. God bless them. That is not normal to go from zero to a million in a year. And I bet you they got punched in the face along the way. They're just not telling anybody. Like, it's just a part of it. So be resilient. Don't give up on your dream and your hopes. It's worth it. It's worth the fight. It's absolutely worth it. And that's one thing that, um, you know, we all have to keep in mind, right? It's like we see all these successes online, on social media, and we're comparing ourselves and we have to stop doing that because everybody's journey is different. Um, success for you is different than success for me. So for one, we're in two completely different industries, but for two, we're two completely different people and we have different goals. And so your success is going to look differently than my success. And so as long as you stay the course, you stay persistent, you persevere through the hard times. Um, I absolutely agree with you. Stay resilient because there will be hard times. And if you plan, like you said, um, you will be able to get through those hard times. Um, and then you'll learn a, a hard lesson at that and you'll be better prepared when something challenging comes along next time. So it gets easier and easier. It does. But uh, yeah, 2023 in itself has been a doozy. So <laughs> I feel you on that. And I love what you said about like success looks different for every person. Cause I always tell my clients that there's some people that I've helped and they are so happy if they can just get to 70 to 80 K a year and they're, they're single, they're by themselves. That's perfectly fine. Uh, me as with us being a family of six, um, not so much, you know, but there's other people that are happy at 200K and there's other people that have projections for over a million dollars. And that is what fires them up. And so it's like just because like me, I want Rockefeller money in my lifetime. But just because I, I have the goal of being a billionaire, that doesn't mean that your goal of being a hundred thousandaire is any less than mine. It's just as impactful for you as just as, you know, helpful to you. And, I'm, you know, speaking of the audience. So, you know, don't stop comparing yourself. Like don't compare yourself to others. Like your finish line does not have to look like the next person's and that's perfectly fine. We all run in our own race. Absolutely. I'm with you on that. I'm, I'm looking for Rockefeller status as well. And so, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so we will get there, but slow and steady wins the race. And so, you know, I always think about the tortoise and the hare where the hare was way ahead and then the tortoise came along and passed him right up and was still going slow. But, you know, the hare was slipping. He took a nap and he thought he was OK and he really wasn't. So don't be the hare, guys. Be the tortoise. You know, slow and steady wins the race. And yeah. you may have all of these dreams and goals in your mind that, ooh, this year, I'm going to do a million dollars in business in the first year. Like Bree said, that is not normal. Um, statistically, it just is it's very low. I don't know exactly the numbers for that, but depending on what business you're in, especially if you're in the service-based in industry, um, it, it's just not going to look like that. But you can get there. You can make it happen. Um, but just be patient with yourself. Give yourself grace. So I appreciate that, Bree. Tell me, last question. Tell me what it is that you are most excited about right now. I am most excited about my course, the Financial Freedom Plan, launching this January. 
that's what I'm most excited about. I'm ready to help parents, some mamas, some dads, uh, just realize their dream goals and create their custom plans. So I can't wait. I am ready um, to serve. And I, I love to think that, like, you know, uh, even though I'm, I guess, the leader in a sense or the coach or whatever, I just love serving people. So I love just being there, walking alongside them and help them change like their family tree. So I'm, I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be a great time. We're going to be diving into money. We're going to look at it different than it's ever been looked like at before. And we're going to have fun with it while also, um, and there may be a little bit of tears, <laughs> but that's okay. Cause change is uncomfortable. And so we just have to roll with the punches. Yeah, that's exciting. I'm excited for you to be able to roll that out to your audience and to your followers, because again, we have to be given the tools to be successful. We can't expect people to just know and then not help them to understand. So I love that you have a course that is coming out to guide people and help them understand how money works and what it looks like to actually set your family up for uh, generational wealth for years to come. Not just me and my kids, but me, my kids, my grandkids, their grandkids, and so on and so forth. And so um, I absolutely love that. Love it. Love it. Thank you. Bree, thank you so much for being a part of the Spring Forward podcast today. I have truly enjoyed having this conversation with you, um, just listening to your insights and your passion for what you do and for serving your community. It has truly been a pleasure having you on the show. Um, if anyone wants to learn more about you or the services that you provide, how do they connect with you? So the best place is going to be on my website at bsmithfinancial.com. Otherwise, I'm on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at BreeSmithCPA uh, if you want to stalk me a little bit first before you talk to me. So... <laughs> always give people a little stock op option because they're like, look, I don't know about this chick yet. Let me go check out a few other things she got going on first. So uh, social media at Bree Smith CPA and website bdsmithfinancial.com. You can book a free financial breakthrough call to learn about financial freedom plan. If you're ready to change your life and your family's trajectory, I can't wait to serve you. Oh, that's awesome. And guys, you get to learn a little bit more about her on her social channels before she starts managing your money. I know you want to know, well, what is she doing? What, how is she really going to help me? I need to know because I need to know what she's going to be doing with this money. So <laughs> connect with her, get to know her um, and let her help you. I'm excited for y'all. Thanks so much, Bree. Thank you so much, Spring. I really enjoyed this. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. And until next time, we'll see you later. Thanks for listening to the Spring Forward Podcast. I hope you were able to capture some of the gems that were dropped and are excited to start using the information to help your business spring forward into excellence. I would love to hear some of your biggest takeaways from this episode. So connect with me on LinkedIn or Facebook or tag me on Instagram at springy underscore springtime. And don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. And if you'd like to learn more about how we can work together, visit the website at time2springforward.org. That's T-I-M-E-T-O-S-P-R-I-N-G-F-O-R-W-A-R-D.org. And until next time on the Spring Forward Podcast.